If she cared, she would be here. Think about it. We have a chance to do what eons of war could not. Eliminate all the enemies of soul. And then, when the last war is won, all that's left is the winners and their whims. Last time on Dice Funk. It's a miasma intended to snuff out all life on this planet. It's very bad for everyone. Sasha, you failed, so you are going to uh, become poisoned. If they're unkillable because being killed wouldn't be being in control, being being the ones with the power. Uh, I would like to use the conduit of conspiracy to have the witch light, because I had it the whole time in a secret pocket somewhere. <laughs> In Dreg's pants. Dreg is my... You're my minion now, Dreg. Cassius has a ship right now that basically controls all these things. If we get rid of Cassius and the, the ship that Cassius is on, that goes some way to undoing this. That The ship is a Citadel-class warship. These sails double as focusing mirrors, enabling the Space Beast to focus a deadly 25d10. That's a lot. I see no reason to do anything to help the soul. I will support all of your decision and we will go we will go for the solitaire. Yeah, I think we're I guess we're gonna Voltron, huh? And I'm gonna like jump my mech up into the underbelly of the Suchinoko where there'll be like a little thing that my mech fits in, because I'm cool like that. The greatest Dane. The greatest Dane. I wanna cut one of the bad guys' chains. And the kaiju goes limp and collapses into a puddle of goo in the street. Oh god, can we sever people from their conduits? This is a <laughs> lot of power we have right now. We're gonna use it responsibly. On Cassius. I can't remember what we did last time. We got we we we, we Voltroned. I remember we Voltroned. Was Voltron the last thing we did, or did we do anything after Voltron? That was the last thing we did. So last we left this adventure, uh, the party decided to side with the Solitaire and Gloria instead of with Soul, and you went to assist uh, Volhard, who was fighting back the Maxwell Menace. And although you have the Witchlight, which is capable of disintegrating the Maxwells, your conventional weaponry is totally ineffective and things were looking bleak until your mechs formed together. The great, the greater Dane, the greatest Dane, the greatest, the greatest, which has as its engine synchronicity itself. The goggles are in the engine. You can channel the form directly into your weapons. It syncs to your, your contacts. So you can see uh, the chains, which are kind of metaphorical, metaphysical, metaphorical, uh, that connect everyone's conduit to them, and you can break them. And once you have broken the chains of the Maxwells, they are just goo. 
Once they are no longer hegemony itself, they're just goo and they fall apart. So it's a curb stomp. In fact, why don't you all uh, narrate to me what you do here as the greatest Dane versus all these these Kaiju Maxwells? Uh, there's not really any need to roll. Why don't you just paint me some word pictures here to open the episode as this uh, in media res cold opening of you just cutting through these dudes? <laughs> um, I I'm operating the Borks. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic Borks. But they're synchronicity Borks now, so I guess it sounds like the police. Captain Melbeck is is uh, powering uh, one of the arms that's got a gun and keeps, like... I, I think, she, like, this was maybe cool once, but she's doing it repeatedly and it keeps... She keeps finding it really cool. Is she, like, point- JoJo posing? Oh no, she's 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 pointing the the you know the the big combined Voltron mechs gun at the Maxwells as if she's gonna headshot them, and then just at the very last minute moves up and shoots above them as if like ah oh, oh no I I missed oh but did I ha it, <laughs> they are completely immune to mind games and tactics but it makes you feel yeah. better. Well, exactly. Melbeck is loving it. She's just like, ha, ha, you keep thinking I'm going to shoot you and I don't. Yeah, I'm just button mashing, which is how Lauren lives. Yeah, <laughs> like a does, fighting does, game. Is the control panel of this like a like a fighting game stick where you've got the buttons and the joypad? I mean, t- canonically, the mechs are attached to your nervous system, so they can, you can just react at the speed of thought. But if you want to have a fight stick in here that you can <laughs> you can mimic the motions, knock yourselves out. Y'all remember Star Wars? No, tell me about it. <laughs> so, like, on the Millennium Falcon, they had these chairs that kind of, like, jettisoned off the ship. Like, they were, like, they pointed out, and then there was, like, a chair, and that's how they shot everything. There was that scene where Han's like, take your cock out, Luke, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. What? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just you're thinking your about, out. like, a turret? Yeah. So yeah, Big Star. You're thinking about a turret. Big Star is gonna have one of those, and he's just shooting at things. Starring Chris Head Trauma Larios. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if Chris is having a stroke, or if I'm having a stroke. I smell burnt toast a lot, but ironically, I often start cooking toast and forget about it. So oh, who, no. who's to say what's the reality anymore? Okay, well, it's just like when you described that initially, I imagined the, the escape pods from Spaceballs. <laughs> Never saw it. <laughs> You're lying, right? No. What? You're- he doesn't like what? the Beatles. We have to move on. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. No, no, that's fine. You can hate the Beatles. You haven't seen Spaceballs? No. So you're in a rotating dick turret, right? It's just a big penis? I didn't penis? say anything about it being a dick. No. That's okay, ridiculous. It's shaped like a giant star. You're the one that's throwing about getting the getting the co- get your cock out or whatever. I was quoting a famous movie. It's made from the combined mechs, so whatever the part was, the uh, Airbud Norbert had a big star on it that was a cannon. That's been established, so yeah. it's part of the Greater Dane, the Greatest Dane. If you want to have it at the crotch level, <laughs> I mean, then I'm just full on a darkness video, which I suppose is pretty okay. I only know the one song. I'm a casual. That's all you need. Okay, good. That's the only song, yeah. They only made one. They made a Christmas song as well. <laughs> they made two. I mean, they made many songs. People don't recognize them. One-hit wonders are a thing. <laughs> no, I know. So, it's so called you, jokes, Chris. See, so you're in a swivelly chair, pi- physically piloting the, uh, the the big star cannon. Dreg's not. Dreg, Dreg doesn't even think in those terms. He's just punching. 
punching buttons. And so we've established that uh, Sasha is button mashing for uh, Borks. Uh, the captain is using her shotgun. Uh, Big Star is firing. What is firing. a Bork? Huh? What is a Bork? You know what a Bork is, Con? It's a Bark, Conrad. Get with the time. It's, it's millennial speak for Bark. It's it's a Bark, but, you know, dogs I... are dumb, so Bark, but Bark. Better. Oh, like a dog barking. Yeah, oh. gel for Borking. <laughs> She's been saying it all season. Look, you say Bork, I think Swedish. I thought she was saying Bjorn. She had a baby Bjorn. I also have that. I have a lot of things. Has she just been carrying objectivists in her mouth and screaming? (laughs) No, those are two different. One's a weapon and one's for carrying her son. Jesus Christ. Nobody loves me. Do we still have the baby Bjorn then? It became a gun. It's like you guys don't listen to our show. I turned it into a gun and fired him into a Uh, dragon. Conrad, this mech is a mess. I'm I'm no longer (laughs) further adding thought process to this. All right, Laura, it's just me and you tonight. Okay, so it's a humanoid mech made of all your other mechs, and you're all working together, and you uh, push back this current assault of Kaiju. Um, They cannot stand against your might. Uh, so after the fight, and you have cleared the, cleared the city for now, This obviously the entire planet's still in incredible danger, but you get a moment to uh, speak with Volhard and his forces. Uh, why don't we do that? Hello, uh, Volhard. Uh, a little chaotic. Um, uh, yes. How, how are you holding up? Strange to see you here again. I had assumed you would have sided with your countrymen. Look. Right now, everyone assumes that we're terrorists or we're destroying the world or whatever. But look, we're the best shot this world's got, that this universe has got of surviving right now. So, are you going to make quips about us and who who we would or would not have gotten saved, or do you want our help? Yeah, you don't know me, and no country would have us. <laughs> like we're literally blowing these things out of existence. Like, do do you want us, or are you gonna make snide remarks? Well, you're the only ones who seem to be able to permanently put them down. So I suppose your ostracization is our gain. Also, that word was hard to say. <laughs> yes, I, there's a lot of words I find difficult to say. <laughs> I. I find a cup of coffee to sober up slightly helps. Ostracization. Ostracization. (laughs) Moist. So, only people with the weapons capable of killing these things. What are you planning to do? Kill these things. Yeah. Well, yes, but they're covering the entire planet, and you have one vehicle. I have time. No, no, I don't know about that. I think we need to hurry. Well, long-term plan. There is a ship controlling these things. If we can take that ship down and the person inside it, all of these things become meaningless. We we deal with the whole problem. So, can you help us with all of your very good combat armory resources <laughs> to take on... The biggest, most terrifying ship that the universe has ever seen that is a heavily fortified stronghold and we have no chance of surviving. But if we do survive, it's the best chance we've got of killing all these things. Also, isn't it alive? It may be. I, I don't remember. It may well be alive. I mean, it's as alive as the other Maxwells, which means it's covered in writhing slug goo, but it's not alive. Cool. Alive. cool, cool it's cool, not cool, cool, cool. sentient. That's what I meant, though. Writhing slug goo. 
Where is this terrifying control ship? Uh, I don't remember. Do we even know? No. Um, we've yet to work that out, but we wanted we wanted to make sure that if we stumbled upon it, it wouldn't <laughs> just blast us out of the sky in an instant. Once we have that sorted, we can work on finding where it is. Let's let's roll survival to follow Slug Slugu. As Sun Tzu said in The Art of War, make sure you have an army ready so when you stumble upon the enemy <laughs> ship. Well, I'd rather that than the alternative plan where we find the ship and go, oops, better go find an army now. Did you Did you remember to pick up the army before we left? <laughs> oh, I thought you had the army, Trag. Okay, so uh, I'm going to talk out of character for a while here, but this is kind of like the preparing for the final assault. Um, one, you do need to know how to actually engage Cassius. So let's start there. Um, any ideas or roles to make to, to accomplish this? I don't know if it's a religion role, but I guess a role to figure out now that we can see the chains, what could possibly be done to sever them. There's, there's no ambiguity. Uh, the reason that the greatest Dane can sever the chains is because it is directly channeling synchronicity itself, which is its engine. Nothing else can do that. Mm. There is nothing, as far as you all are aware, there is nothing, there's nothing else. Yeah, like we have conduits, but we are not forms. But what about the hunger guys? Okay, we'll talk about Jacqueline's maces in a bit. That's going to be an important oh. plot. That's going to be an important plot point. But uh, you have no reason to believe that those can sever chains right now. Yeah, because she would have just been doing that her whole life, just swinging them around wildly, and people would have just been collapsing and <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. So in terms of like you know starting plan to get there, like biggest issue is getting onto this ship and. As I, I believe as you described it last week, this thing could fire a laser that just like blast a planet in half. Like this is not a just go walk up to it kind of ship. So No, you're you're gonna need to bring a whole army with you, and we'll talk about that yeah. next. So first is how to find him. Oh, uh, how do we get how do we find him? Can we follow where the chains are coming from? The so there's a chain coming from every sapient yeah. uh, creature in all of existence. So you look up and it's just, above you it's a terrifying spider's web of every single sapient creature on this entire planet who has a burning chain coming from them up into the sky. It's madness to witness. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. My my thought had been can we follow just like one specific chain and be like that'll lead us back to the ship. Um is there are we able to to spot a difference between like the chains that are coming from these uh, hegemony creatures versus the chains from creatures with other forms attached to them. Like, do they look distinct from each other? No, they're all uh, pretty simple. They're all, they're all exactly identical. Is, is there some kind of role we, we could do to find to think of like, where is the like most secluded out the way spot? possible because surely that's the best place to launch this assault from or to try and get some insight into what kind of hiding places Cassius might go for or maybe insight because that's Austin's favorite yeah insight I guess on Cassius as a person okay uh, insight is that he's bad I, I got good <laughs> insight I can do that um, also Lala's here so anyone who has proficiency can share it that's a that's a bot <laughs> God damn it, Conrad. Uh, so we have one success with 19, and we have one botch. So that's not... Yeah, go go ahead. Reroll, re-roll the botch. I have one more inspiration. 
So, hmm. Well, you've, you've got cake at some point this arc that can fully refresh Yeah, I can that. refill that later. I will. I'm trying to think of a fun ASMR thing I'm trying to do. I don't know. Maybe I'll just eat some M&M's with my bird beak or something. <laughs> I was literally about to say it can't be food because you, you're stuffed. <laughs> okay, okay. You can do whatever you want. I clack my talons on... On the M&M's. On the M&M's <laughs> and I eat them. You just crinkle the M&M package. Yeah. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. You need a two on a D8. All right. Eight. Yeah. Well, that's 21, so... Yay! That wildly succeeds. Uh, so, uh, Captain Melbeck and uh, Sasha, you put your heads together, uh, tapping on some M&Ms, and you realize that there are 13, or there were 13, there are 12 or fewer uh, primaries dormant on Pell 3. And if he's picking them up off of there, that might be a place to ambush him. Oh, that makes sense. Ah. I love when things make sense. It's, <laughs> it wasn't really supposed to be a puzzle. Well, um, well, we're <laughs> sleepy, silly yeah. people. I guess another with since you both succeeded, I'll say that's not the only solution. Uh, there are as many solutions as there are imaginative ideas. Another one that comes to your mind with the success is that if you take down the primary that's currently eating uh, Gloria, maybe he'll come back to either see what's going on or try to revive it. So if you take that down and save Gloria, you might just move Ooh. the final battle here. Oh. Do we get the impression that taking that one down would be as simple as cut its chain? Yes. So here's the thing. If we cut the chain and bring the battle here, though, we're bringing a pretty significant battle to a popu- like to a planet that's still like the main populace for all of the solitaire. Yeah, of course, if we go and go to Pell 3 and wait for him to show up to collect the rest of the primaries there, yeah, we're, we're endangering the entire Caravella operation, which is largely off-world by now, I would assume, but... Yeah, the, the, you already said in the downtime that you would evacuate yeah. the people there, but while you're waiting for him to return, he is out in the universe destroying planets. Right. So this is... This, yeah. So this question of where you're going to stage the final boss fight is up to you, and you can stage it anywhere where you hmm. can fit, think of an excuse, like wherever your mind can imagine a way to do it. So we have two options. They both have upsides and downsides. Tentatively, just as a, as a data point, if we held it here, we would have an army on home turf. Yeah, because solitaires are bitches. So let's actually, we don't have to decide right now where. Let's move into the next phase of the planning, which is uh, resources. So uh, here are all of the different uh, armies you could have had available, uh, starting with uh, Earth. No. <laughs> <laughs> the sole military will not work with you. You are shoot on sight, wanted dead or alive. So no. There are obviously a thousand different ways that could have played out. You made your choices. Uh, then but, s- yeah. but, like, what if we ask them really nicely and remind them that they're a post-scarcity economy? So what do they have to What lose? if I just text Jacqueline a picture of the melted goo guy? I'll make an intimidation roll. <laughs> Second is uh, the solitaire, uh, the Gloria, more broadly, because they're kind of represented by Volhard, who is a moon dragon. Uh, you have their undying loyalty. You sided with Volhard against Kajita, and you sided with Volhard against Jacqueline. So... Volhard is ready to go around the entire planet and gather everyone else to follow you. So A plus on that, that's already in the bank. Uh, Next up, the Caravella organization, who you evacuated from Pell 3. They're standing by with their fleet. That's 
A plus check mark. Once again, could have turned out completely different. One of the two Caravella brothers could be still leading them. You could have picked somebody incompetent to lead them. Uh, you just so happened to play that exactly right, and they're loyal and reliable. So you have them in the bag. Next up, I guess the Rygar, who you did not find in time. No one spent any downtime trying to find them, and they were pretty heavily destroyed by Cassius, who captured a bunch, tortured them, stole their stuff, and waged war on the heart of the giant. So, But they're cool with us. We rescued like 10 of them. Can they not put in a good word for us? Uh, they might be able to if the HMS civilization hadn't gone running through their last remaining city and bombarded it off screen. Hmm. Uh, the, ten, the 10 you saved are loyal, but uh, their military assets are not... They're- uh, they're a small army, but they're an army nonetheless. <laughs> I consider that a win. Okay, I'm just saying... We have an army of all of the Rygar. This is like when Liana Mormont <laughs> offered up like the seven fucking warriors uh, of Bear Island to the northern armies. <laughs> I am making the biggest fucking wink gesture. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, of people that you could have potentially recruited if things had gone differently, the Lepidopterans. Ah, um, oh, fuck. They are an isolationist society. They would have needed some work to get them to come to your aid. Um, we saw that with Big Star having to spook them to get out of the way of the Suchinoko. You actually didn't consciously fuck that up. What happened was when you showed up to the sun, Olivia had already been kidnapped. So you had to rush away quickly and you didn't have time to spend there. If Olivia had not been kidnapped and there hadn't been a ticking clock, you could have spent more time in the sun and done an entire quest line there to gain the Lepidopterans' loyalty. So it's not so many mothwives. It's not like you guys had two clear choices and you picked one. It was just like events unfolded in such a way as that it just didn't work out. Um, is there any anybody else can think of any other military assets? What about the like former remains of Invicta, like the civilians that were saved? Do they have any resources to provide since we helped all like the innocent people kind of escape? Um, so saving the innocents would have gone to, would have uh, gone to getting souls trust back and having them not treat you as terrorists at the end. But then siding with the Volhard last episode blew that chance you gave yourselves. Well, how do they even know that we didn't go save like that we saved someone over? Yeah, them? How, we could be stuck in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we can't spend a million hours on every single decision point. I just wanted to run down. What about but what about the cultists? Uh, that's the solitaire. Anyone who's able to oh. fight will join. Will follow Volhard. What about the Tarasks? <laughs> we can't just go kidnap all the Tarasks. So I'm not sure if you're joking. No, I'm but, not. Uh, Captain Melbeck did uh, befriend. I believe she called him Scary Terry. Yeah, uh, Scary Terry. The Tarask that. Um, uh, oh shit! Cassius uh, slit his throat. Uh, there. So <laughs> uh, once again. <laughs> Huh? I, I, this might have started as a joke. I, you actually can recruit Tarasks, and what I'm about to give you, if you want to put that on the board. Yes. What because about Nessie? Olivia helped us help to heal one of the Tarasks. I want to put Scary Terry on the board. Locked monster, not Loch Ness monster. Um. Oh, the final, I guess, uh, military asset you could have got was the Illithids. Um. There's a couple points where you could have gone to. Uh, the far realm, the Illithid's homeworld. One was if you had kidnapped Subjectivist, you would have done a bunch of missions over there. And the other is when uh, Objectivist was undergoing seramorphosis, taking him back to the, the brine pool is one of the options to help him. And you didn't turn, you turned both of those down. So you don't have a working relationship with them. However, your commitment to Objectivist and Subjectivist means one of them is a, a, a Eulitharid who has a, a biological imperative that 
borders on like nobility or royalty. And the other is a snallygaster, which is one step away from a god as far as they're concerned. So if you send objectivists and subjectivists on a diplomatic mission, that one's still in play as well. So let's put two on the board, Tarasks and Illithids as potentials. Uh, okay, but what about the Loch Ness Monster? Cannot fight on land. <laughs> I don't know hey, what to- hey, you, you forgot about our best military asset. Uh-huh. The friends we made along the way. That's true. Goddamn. Uh, we should have talked to the Abolith. Yeah, can we pick up that blue monk person and the bartender from Pell 3? Uh, so collecting every individual throughout the galaxy, <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be the best use of your time. What about the Flatwoods monster. Austin, I need several people so that when we go to the collector's base, <laughs> I could be presented with a situation like, we need a tech expert. And I look around the room and I'm like, hmm. And I point at the monkey that we never talked to from the, the cult mission. And I'm oh no, like, I talked to that monkey you, too much. You're going to do it. And uh, he opens the door, but then he gets rocketed in the face because it turns out he knows nothing about computers. Okay, so those are the military. Uh, Austin, you just uh, answer uh, my question. Chris, here are the non please. here are the non-military assets you actually have access to uh first is synchronicity itself which you got because sasha uh followed the mothman subplot when she got the goggles Yay. through the portal because on her downtime she studied mothman that gives you the unique ability to a not be killed instantly by cassius and b see the chains that tether everyone to their conduits and cut them which you can only do while you're in the greater dane and i think at this point when you're planning you recognize that the greater dane is overheating and it's the metal is beginning to uh whine and crack along it as the power overwhelms it and you have to dis disengage disassemble real quick and it becomes clear why future sasha didn't tell past Sasha right away is because you're only going to get a couple chances to form the Greater Dane before the power of synchronicity itself blows up your mechs. You only get a couple shots at it. Oh. Uh, form is too powerful a thing for mere mortal technology to constantly channel. Uh, but that is an asset you have. I knew there was a catch. Uh, Sasha, please tell us that you 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 planned to have a spare greater day. <laughs> this is the only one you have, and I think, uh, Big Star, you're an engineer, so I'll say that you can tell that you have two more uses of it. There are three total. Um, so that should be enough to get you to the end of the season, hopefully. Uh, but you have that. Another asset is the witch light, Hell yeah. which uh, you kept alive. You could have vented it into space. You could have thrown it into a black hole. You could have fed it to Jacqueline's maces, but you befriended it as much as you can befriend something that doesn't physically exist uh, he's our little buddy yeah and because it exists outside of physicality it can be used against forms which nothing else can that's another important asset and then finally which has been brought up several times Jacqueline's maces or flails are technically what they are because they're on chains they are imprinted i guess is the word they 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 are co almost conduits to unto themselves it's a very rare thing i don't besides the engine channeling synchronicity this is something that no one none of, none of you have ever seen before right like the fact that the flails exist is a precedent for this phenomena you saw last episode but it's very rare um however you have not sided with earth and you don't know what jacqueline's up to uh but the maces or the flails <laughs> the hunger itself flails Maybe an important and useful item. So put that on the board as well as potentials. So um, like, I'm just gonna shoot off a quick text to Jacqueline. She does not answer. No. 
Um, and then there's a couple other things you get in pursue. Obviously, the Aboleth had some kind of secrets that are now lost to time. Uh, the Zodar had an entire plot line that was not followed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys... Fuck that Zodar! Everyone decides how they use their downtime. Um, but So right now, uh, at this planning session, uh, Volhard says he will rally the forces of Gloria to your banner, and then you will assault the primary to save the planet when you're ready. While he's doing that, what do you guys want to do? Uh, so we've got three potentials on the table, if I remember correctly. We've got the Tarasks, uh, the Illithids, and um, Jacqueline's ma- flail maces. Those are, those are the three potential routes that we could potentially get done before we go do this battle. Well, we can send the my babies out while we do something else so yeah party party splits are 100 percent viable although dangerous <laughs> i feel like if we're gonna send objectivists and subjectivists off i think that's gonna be lauren's call obviously because they're your babies i mean i feel like they'd be safer i mean like if if they can't come help us that would blow but i feel like they'd also be safer going to where the other illithids are so I'm gonna send them out. Hope that they can come help. But as long as my boys are okay, that's what matters most. They're very powerful. Okay, so objectivists and objectivists and subjectivists are gonna go off and seek an audience with the Elder Brain to bring Illithid forces. Do you want a party split and send half the party after Tarasks and the other after Jacqueline? Go for broke. Let's do all of them. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's the way to go. Is we send we send Lauren and someone off to Jacqueline. And two of us go off to the Tarasks. I want to be on Team Tarask. I, I vote Conrad because the witch light is in Drake's pants. Okay. I'm going to go find Scary Terry. So to be clear, you want to bring Dreg along to Jacqueline because Dreg has the witch light. Oh, fuck. I'm stupid. And the jet, the, ma- the flails are the only thing which can kill the witch light. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Big start, come with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably for the best. To be fair... It actually makes more sense for Big Star to go for the Terras since he was actually a park ranger back on that planet. He actually has a relationship with them. That's okay. I can leave. We can leave the witch light in the pants. <laughs> I'd leave the pants on the ship. Can, That's can fine. we lock the yeah the the witch light in the pants in a locker? Okay, so we can put the pants away for now. Uh, last question before we head off: Do you want to confirm that you are staging the final battle here on Gloria? where the forces of the solitaire will have home field advantage and you also will be saving them from the slug eating the entire planet. Yes, also dragons, maybe Sarasks as well, hopefully some flails. Well, the 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 the, the thing to I, I guess for everyone to to answer before we do that is are we okay with the fact that some other planets may get more damaged and ravaged as a result of the fact that this plan is a wait for him to come to us plan. No, that's the other one. That's Going to Pell 3 is the wait for him to come oh, to your plan. Oh, in that case, yeah, no, this this seems like the right plan in my book. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is the one where you set the table, you cut the cord, it goes limp, and he shows up like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you jump him. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, new number, new phone, who did? Alright. Okay. Yeah. So, all the choices you have made throughout the entire campaign come home to roost. All of your decisions, one after the other, like links in a chain, and it is time for them to pay off. Uh, Let us start with uh, Dreg and Sasha. Uh, Dreg's still in his boxers. (laughs) He can have other pants! No! I hate it. I only want naked Dreg. (laughs) 
Um, you are. You said boxers. Mm-hmm. Not naked. Uh, so I think you probably take your individual mechs, uh, the the Mastiff and the Shiba Inu, to back to the embassy. It's on the dark side of Gloria, so it's a, a chilling total blackness outside. Uh, only the, the, the stars for light, really, because the streets are full of slashers brimming from street to street. Uh, it's full-on zombie apocalypse here, and they have destroyed this entire district. Little Earth is what we were calling it before. It's it's apocalyptic and you can see the embassy in the distance uh all up the stairs slashers uh, slashers pouring out of the windows uh, slashers uh cutting through military vehicles there's faint gunfire in the distance no lights what do you do i would i would like to go to jacqueline's office yeah, I, okay, how, okay. You can fly to the embassy. How does Dreg get to the office? I, I, we might have to land on the roof of the embassy and work our way down. The roof is also the roof is also covered in slashers. I'm sure it is, okay. but they have to climb up to get to us there if we work our way down. Makes sense. So the Mastiff and the Shiba Inu land on the roof of the embassy. There's like a helicopter pad there naturally, um, and immediately slashers beset. Your two mechs, but you're much bigger. You can just start kicking them off until you've cleared enough space, and that you can make a run for the the roof door and down into a, a stairwell where there's more slashers. What do you do? Um, stab them. I like to take their heads off with my sword. It's very fun. All right, make uh, actually make athletics. Just both of you. What's to make this into a, a kind of uh, environmental? Uh, oh check. no! Cool. I like athletics. Well, I rolled it too. You sure did. And the captain isn't here to save you. Oops. Do I like trip and then get stuck or something? <laughs> I rolled a 26. Oh my god! Alright, so Dreg, you shink out your shield and begin walking down the stairs, uh, just batting aside the slashers as you go. And Sasha, your flight does not help you here. There's not enough room to maneuver. And at some point, you get uh, stabbed and pulled down and swarmed by slashers. Uh, take. Uh, only nine damage, not a great roll, but you get stabbed a couple times before Dreg's able to pull you out, and you just have to fight your way down the stairs. Okay. That could have been a lot worse for the audience. I rolled 3d12. It could have been as high as 36 damage. Yikes. Which might have been... 25%. Yep, near, nearly fatal, perhaps. So the, the so half the team, is there a name for this team? Uh, Team Pants. Big Bird. Team Big Bird. <laughs> it's better than Pants. Tim, Team Big Bird fights their way through the stairwell of the embassy to get down to Jacqueline's office, uh, hopefully to save her and secure her flails, which are a very powerful weapon against these form creatures which cannot be killed. Meanwhile, Big Star the Ranger is going to return to Hypatia, his uh, one solace from the, the terrifying world that has inflicted so much trauma on him the one time he had... a kind of a place to himself where he could just do normal work in the world. <laughs> and, uh... Also, Captain Melbeck, who befriended Tarask last time she was here. Uh, Captain Melbeck's just, like, flying down, like, whistling, hoping that, like, Scary <laughs> Terry will, will hear and know that it's her. Uh-huh. Um, I like to put forward <laughs> that our team name is Mission Living Enigma. <laughs> okay, why? It just sounds very cool. I was, I was going to go with Team Drunk Star, but, like... Ah, that's... <laughs> see, that's good, though, Laura, is the problem. <laughs> We'll split the difference. Team Drunk Enigma. Mission Drunk Enigma. (laughs) 
Mission <laughs> d- Drunk Enigma. Okay, I can agree with that. <laughs> I'm not going to use that. Uh, so the team uh, travels back to the Valley of the Tarasks to Tarassic Park, um, the second arc, basically. And there's a valley full of Tarasks here. And they're just kind of minding their business. They're looking around for the, the little lizards they eat. You can see scars in the valley from when you were here last and there was a little bit of fighting. Um, what do you do? You said you were going to whistle to try to find uh, Scary Terry. That sounds like a performance. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we can do. We can do performance, sure. So yeah, I want to establish you're both in your mechs now. So if you get jumped, it won't be an instant kill. Okay, 17 on performance. That's actually pretty good. So I think you go back to the part where you found him before. Um, if I recall correctly, this was uh, like near the outlet of the of the valley and so you kind of have an area where you know where to look and you find uh he's easy to spot because he's the one who has a scar across the front of his throat where he was nearly decapitated by cassius's machetes um and you find him didn't i like fall out of the sky onto him the first time oh yeah yeah you used your um your ranger thing that makes the vines and you swung onto him like uh some kind of chimpanzee yeah um, I'm guessing I'm too big in the mech to, like, to do that. To land on him? Uh, so if you yeah. want to land on the edge of the valley and then jump onto him as if leaping into the Grand Canyon to land on Godzilla, then I highly encourage that. Yeah, no, that is the plan, because I'm hoping that that's the thing that'll trigger him remem- remembering me, is if I just make the same sort of ending, uh, entering, so... Do I have to do a roll to, to do my cool drop-in from the valley onto him? Acrobatics, yeah. For the audience, I just want to reiterate the very w- wild thing I just said. You're going to land your mech on the lip of the valley. You look down into the, what is essentially the Grand Canyon full of Godzillas, and then you just make a leap off the edge to try to land on the one's head who you know. Yes, exactly that. Thank you. I'm glad you've got such a good picture of this, Austin. What could um, possibly go wrong? <laughs> that's a botch. I'm re-rolling that. Oh, wow. I was right in the middle of saying what could possibly go wrong, and it, it, it did. 16! Oh, the fucking botch! I love it so much! <laughs> okay, well, I, I've had to go into the territory of my, my attack rolls of uh, disadvantaged, but it's fine. I didn't botch. Yeah, what's your exhaustion at, Melbeck? Uh, I'm up to, like, six, so I I believe I get, um, yeah, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, so you're halfway to unconscious, and you're starting to eat into your combat effectiveness. So you land on top yeah. of the Tarask with a 16, but you're starting to get uh, shakily drunk. Uh, Big Star, what do you do when you see this? I mean, I guess I try to rely on what I remember as a park ranger is how to deal with Tarasks. <laughs> uh, so why don't you roll nature? Which is like not go into that pen, right? <laughs> 22. The ranger book clearly says not to do that. Uh, now, with a with a twenty two, uh, you know that the um, the Tarasks aren't particularly intelligent, and they respond uh, well to uh, classical conditioning and displays of dominance. So, this is actually not the worst way to approach this. Uh, I'm actually going to say, with that wild success, twenty two, um, you know that you can segue what Melbeck is doing into getting to the other Tarasks to follow this one. Uh, I know alpha isn't actually like zoologically accurate. Like our understanding of wolves has changed, but the classical under- understanding of like, oh, Pax alpha is the kind of situation you can engineer her as a park ranger if Melbeck pulls it off. So Melbeck, you've successfully landed on this guy. You're a little woozy. What do you do? Okay. So 
I'm I'm currently like gonna, I'm hoping that I can get any rerolls that I need to get done like out the way before the final fight because it's like yeah right now I can't fight um I want to try and lead just tell it to call your mommy and be done with it it worked for me <laughs> I got so I got so excited about having Tarasks on our side that I didn't think about how do we get Tarasks to the place where we're going to use them to fight. Uh-huh. Now, once you, if you've successfully gotten their loyalty, the, the solitary fleet will pick you up on the way back for the final battle. Okay, okay. So this is about, like, sh- showing a showcase of dominance. Um, but if you don't succeed, the solitary fleet's going to leave your ass there, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... I, I feel like this is gonna be intimidation. I feel like I've gotta I've gotta show that I am am scary and in control. So I want to do, yeah, roll intimidation. Yeah, uh, flavor wise for this, I want this to be like maybe maybe shotgun shot up into the air, hit hit this thing with the other hand and be like, yep, you in line, you in line, you you good. Twenty. I mean, there it is, right? It's not a it's not a uh, crit, but it's a twenty. Um, so you start shooting your shotgun in the air and it, I think it remembers that sound cause you fought here in this Valley and th- mm. there was specifically the time there was uh two Tarasks fighting and you all broke them up and mm. you used like misdirection to get past them. So I think it associates that sound with small creatures who are able to best Tarasks like, Oh, yeah. like this is someone to take seriously. And you also leapt onto its head, which reminds it of that time people saved it from the big metal guy who cut its throat. So that I think, yeah, you, you start shooting your shotgun in the air and it kind of um, like kneels down as if to say, like, I'm not challenging you. I'm not challenging you. Heck. Damn right. Thank you for not being too scary today, Scary Terry. <laughs> uh, big star. Uh, you see that she has gotten Scary Terry uh, under control and that the rest will follow if you can uh, make the, the connection there for them that you are you are in charge now. What do you do? I guess I suplex Scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, I, I guess... God damn it. Do I uh, nature check to know what I would need to do? Because I don't know what I would... You already succeeded on the nature check, so you know now that they will follow the other one if you can make the connection between what it's doing and your directions. So Can I tell it to, like, shake hands, essentially? (laughs) Yeah, animal handling to to land the the Airbud Norbert there and do a... Uh, 14. Okay, I'm looking for 15. Oh, Oh, actually, mm. sorry. I should have had a fifteen. I have. Uh, I forgot my insp- or my proficiency is a plus five because I succeeded in eating. I don't remember chili or something that Babish cooked. Oh, it wasn't a drinkable sandwich. It's a lasagna. It was a lasagna. It was lasagna. Oh, it was when you were on that lasagna bullshit. I'm always on that lasagna bullshit. <laughs> okay, so Big Star, you drop the Airbud Norbert down into the valley, and you get the attention of the other Trasks. Then you walk over to the one that. Uh, Captain Melbeck has gotten under control and you shake hands with it to establish that you're in charge. Yeah. It's like a business meeting. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> shake hands, sit. It basically is like, it's like a dog to me now. As, as long as you don't tell it to roll over because I'm currently on its back. Yeah, I'm actually going to roll something here. If this was a normal D&D game, it would be behind my shield where you can't see it. But I'm going <gasps> to I'm gonna put it out here. Let's have to see if any of them get the courage to challenge the leader. Um, I'm aiming for to beat your 15. 16! Uh-oh. Oh. 
Yeah, so one of them, a, a big, uh, a buff one. I don't know, I'm trying to picture a big... <laughs> He's just jacked. Yeah, like Godzilla, but jacked, right? So one of the Tarasks steps up to challenge your authority. Um, and we'll cu- cut back to that in a second. Um, team Big Bird? <laughs> team Big Bird, uh, you kick open the door at the bottom of the stairwell and into the main area of the embassy. Uh, you've been here before. You visited Jacqueline after the first mission, so you know where her office is, but you're going to have to fight through slashers to get there. Uh, I make another athletics check. Okay. We could do an entire arc of just fighting zombies in the embassy, but we're doing it in an episode because that's how we roll. 17! 16. 17 and 16 both uh, succeed mightily. Uh, Sasha, you take some heads. Uh, I mean, Dreg, you can just punch th- them into goo. Yeah, I love to kebab. You love to kebab. Uh, and so you fight your way through uh, to Jacqueline's office. You wrench the door open, run inside, close the door behind you, lock it, and then both of you slowly turn around. What's in there? Who who that? Oh, there she is. That's good. Is she dead? There's a woman standing in this room with her back to you. Uh, you see she was wearing the backless... Um, nice. Jumpsuit? Halt stop? What do you want? I want you to see her Invicta tattoo. Yep, there it is. And so you turn around, you see Jacqueline standing there behind her desk. And she turns around to face you, and you notice she has, uh, her, her skin's a little different. What is it, uh, look, is what, who, what, when, where, why? Uh, I would say the texture is slug-like. No. No? I don't, th- no, I don't, I don't agree. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um... Literally. Yeah, as, as as the DM, Austin, it's it's unusual that you would be wrong about something like that. <laughs> but it seems it seems like no, you are incorrect. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> um, I roll. <sighs> Fuck, man. Arcana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am proficient that. I rolled a twenty. You look at Jacqueline, and it seems that she has become partially slugified you know that the slashers used to be rygar um and there is nothing left of them they don't have brains however when you saw jacqueline from behind she still had her tattoo on her normal human skin so it does not appear to have been completed whatever was happening to her um she looks at you and her skin pulsates and undulates uh slug-like there has to be an adjective for slug-like it can't be sluggily Sluggle, slug-esque. Sluggly. Uh, and she actually speaks to you. What's up, homie? I gave up everything for you, Sasha. That's why I'm here to help. Hi. I put my en- entire career on the line. This entire planet. This is all your fault. I think that's a little unfair. Technically, it's Olivia's fault. <laughs> I was going to say Cassius's fault, but... Okay, Cassius's fault. Yeah. She flicks both of her wrists and summons the soul-bound flails, which thud to the floor and, and immediately begin eating through it. Uh, so... What did they do to you? Also, just a fun heads up. Uh, your maces might be able to kill them? Cassius is going to finally do 
what centuries of war couldn't. It's not how I would have done it, but no one would be able to stand up to Seoul now. How about we get a cup of coffee? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm just- Every every time, every time we meet, all you do is call me a racist and talk shit about all the things I've worked my entire life for. And now you think you're just going to walk in here and offer me coffee while the fucking planet burns? Um, just trying to lighten the mood. Um, I did not call you a racist today. (laughs) At all. I haven't said anything like that. I just came here to help. I I wanted to help you. Because I care about you. I got stabbed by some weird slug guys. Do you think I don't? Yeah, you can still hear them. They're hammering at the door and sloshing through the building. You think this is a good time for me? I just, ooh, let's go get stabbed by some weird monster slugs. And you knew all this was happening. And if you hadn't betrayed us, we could have worked with you. We could have stopped this. But your moral crusade was more important than your loyalty. Oh, uh, are you talking about a subject? Hey, hey, no. Yes. Stop interrupting me. Fuck you. Fuck you. you! You warned her this was happening. I told- But too, it was too late. You had already d- evaporated all the trust we could have had with you. No one's gonna fucking listen to you if you're a du- duplicitous, backstabbing cunt. Uh, can that be the episode title? You know it can't. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes are not a fan of that title. What if we just call it DBC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's better than my other possible insult, which was Contemptible Slam Pig. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> oh, I do like that. That's a new one. <laughs> you like Contemptible Slam Pig? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> She's extremely fucking mad at you. There was a moment where I was like, Duplicious Backstabbing Cunt, was that from Golden Girls? And I was like, they didn't say cunt from Golden Girls. <laughs> Um, let Golden Girl say cunt. <laughs> well, I'm okay. I've lost the plot. All right, she's mad at you because every time, every point in this campaign that you could have chosen the side with her, you sided against her. That not every time. Name one time you thought of me before yourself. She's doing it right now. Yeah, I do. I'm here uh, instead of with my adopted children. Oh, yeah, you rushed here first because I got your uh, beeper pager message and it looks like uh, you didn't fucking come here first. I didn't say I came here first. I came here. So you didn't think of me first. I thought you'd be able to hold your own. You thought of me when it was convenient. Shut the fuck up. You shut up. This is not convenient. (laughs) This is very inconvenient. You have. Your office is small. Yeah, Dreg doesn't fit. I'll make some room. She just swings her flail through her desk and it's gone. It doesn't splinter and explode. It's gone. It has been devoured by the flails. Tax dollars at work. (laughs) Oh boy. We'll save some money for the taxpayers by not having a funeral and a gravesite for you. How about that? Wasn't expecting it. I feel like you're being really obtuse right now. To be fair, to be fair, you are half slug, and I understand that maybe I shouldn't have just assumed you'd be okay. See, 
Cassius realizes that I'm useful and loyal. And so instead of killing me like he could have, because he's actually someone who follows through on their plans and does what's right for his country, he turned you into a slug monster. No, he made me invincible. But you're going to turn into one of those guys. That's and I do it again for the people of Seoul. How are you helping the people of Seoul? All you've done is kill people. By helping Cassius, you have led to the destruction of the planet. And what makes you think Cassius will stop here? It's not about whose country. It's not about country. It's everybody. It's not everybody who's going to finally get rid of the Illithids. It's Cassius. Why do you... That, for someone who likes to claim they aren't racist, you sure, sure seem to want to kill an entire race. Am I wrong? That's the thing you just said. Those are the words. Do you not hear the words you're saying? You're better than this, Jacqueline. I was perfectly w willing to do this through diplomacy, but here we are. In fact, in fact, the whole reason the whole reason we haven't had a diplomatic solution is because of all of their corrupt elder brains are still in charge because you took away our weapon to stop them. You mean I didn't kidnap someone and hold them against their will? You mean that person. Which you did not tell me was the plan. Yes, I did. You just don't fucking listen. You didn't say it in those words. You knew you said it in a sugared down way. Watered down. Sugared up. I don't know. What's funny is after all this, I'm still pretty sure that the Illithids will help us defeat, you know, these planet-eating monsters while Sol just calls us terrorists. I'm trying to not get planets eaten. You blew up a space station full of veterans. You are a terrorist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. We helped evacuate them and we didn't blow it. Did we blow it up? Yes. Or did Cassius blow it up? Well, okay. Apparently we blew it up. Specifically the illithid dragon blew it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about an illithid dragon. There's never been an illithid dragon. It's uh, not great optics. We literally couldn't fit the families of the soldiers you murdered in this room. My too small office you think is so fucking funny. That's the death toll that you, all of you have caused. And you want to come in here and lecture me? I didn't come here to lecture you. I came here to help you and you started yelling at me and calling me a bitch. And it pales in comparison to what Cassius is doing. Yeah. entire. I know how to kill them. I know how to stop them. And I know how to sit. She just doesn't want you to die in the process. Yeah, I would like you to not be a horrible, mindless slug monster. Because that's what's going to happen. This shit's going to keep eating at you, and you're going to turn into a mindless, brainless, hostile person. Well, maybe you should have thought of that before you put me last. Cassius got here before you. What does that say about you and your priorities? It tells me you have no spine. Roll initiative. God damn it. 19. How, God damn it. Why are girls always so mad at me? 15. To be fair, I'm pretty sure this is the first time that like you've had real negative repercussions for one of the lady datings you've tried to do. That on is this not show. true. Season three. I was gonna say the the rocks thing uh, didn't end particularly great for. Uh, okay, yeah, but like they liked you for a while. <laughs> Jacqueline leaps into battle and immediately starts wailing on Dreg with her flails. Uh, fourteen, nineteen, nine. Uh, nineteen hits. 
Uh, five. Not very much. She hits you with it, and it is now Sasha's turn. Sasha, before you do anything, roll Constitution. Uh, oh no! Wait. Sasha fails, and uh, as the adrenaline spikes up as this fight starts, you feel yourself uh, overcome by a wave of nausea and weakness, um, and you actually are going to lose your turn. Uh, Dreg, Sasha nearly falls over next to you. You feel fine because your paladin's divine health burns the poison out of your veins, but while fighting the kaiju, Sasha failed her a constitution save against the poison, and she has become poisoned and is dying. Oh, that's no good. Drag, it's your turn. Um, tell my sons I loved them. All right, so then I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on hands on Sasha to deal with that poison. Yay! All right, so Drag's gonna expend some uh, five points from his lay on hands pool to get rid of the kaiju poison that's uh, hurting Sasha, but it's gonna spend his turn. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of your turn, legendary action is uh, Jacqueline Wales on you again. Ten, that misses. Yay. Uh, and it's actually her turn again. The, the, oh. the hits start coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, crit, ten and seventeen. Okay, just the crit hits, though. <laughs> <laughs> seventeen, as she hits you full force in the face. Probably while you uh, you went to help Sasha. You help her up, your hands are glowing. Uh, she overcomes the nausea and then you get beamed right in the face with a, with a flail. Sasha, it's your turn. I'm just gonna try and talk to her. Um, I'll stand. I'm gonna stand in between uh, Jacqueline and Drake so she can't keep wailing on him, or she has to go through me first. Mm-hmm. Um, say, Jacqueline, I know I was like a really shitty girlfriend. Like, I get it. Like, I know I'm bad. I'm sorry. It's it's not that I didn't care. I do care about you. It, I just. I don't know. I'm shitty, and that doesn't make it okay, but I would really like you to not be a mindless slug lady for the rest of your life, because I feel like you can do more good if you help us defeat these things. I feel like we can we can fix this. You aren't just a bad girlfriend. You're a bad person. You're a bad friend. You're a bad earthling. You're a bad daughter. You Who haven't you let down? I mean, I let everybody down. Always, all the time. I'm trying to fix that for once. You haven't let me down yet. Thanks, Drake. It took literally the end of the world for you to think of somebody besides yourself. Okay, that seems a little, uh, broad. Just because I didn't think of you first doesn't mean I was thinking of myself only. I, I thought, I know how tough you are. And I know you have magic weapons. I thought that... You would be able to handle it. I didn't think Cassius would get through to you. I didn't think he'd slugify you. And I thought that you could hold your own. And that was obviously... I'm a, I was wrong. If I could change it, I would. I would. But this is what's happening now. I would like to help you not be a slug. I want to roll. Roll persuasion? Yeah. 21! Holy shit. I forgot you're a fucking bard, you charisma ass bitch. <laughs> um, so let's cut back to uh, the valley. Uh, Captain Melbeck and Big Star, uh, your scary Terry, the, the Tarask that is lead- you want to lead your uh, army against 
the, the final boss, uh, has been challenged by a rough-and-tumble Godzilla monster. Uh, well, actually, why don't you roll initiative? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna wrestle. It's, it's challenging our Tarask, not us. Yeah, because if this Tarask becomes the leader, then they'll follow it instead of yours. But it's going to be Melbeck riding the Tarask who is going to be in charge. Okay, okay, I can deal with that. 21 initiative. Eat shit, nerd. <laughs> Big Star, you're in your mech there, uh, and Captain Melbeck, you're driving scary Terry. Uh, Big Star, you can go first if you want. I don't know if you actually want to intervene in this duel. Oh, yeah. I want to cast it large on the Tarask. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. So you, so you, we've established you just point at people and they grow. It's not like a, sh- uh, a, a growing cannon out of your... Mega Man arm, it's just a pointing thing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm like, Ibiggin! Alright, uh, Captain Melbeck, uh, Scary Terry gets even bigger. He grows three sizes this day, and you're piloting him. The the most fearsome monster in D&D. What do you do? I want to go for intimidation and just get this thing to rear up and do a big roar, and just go, I am bigger than you, fuck off. Alright, intimidation. Uh, mm, that doesn't get me, that doesn't get me any better. That, mm. Nope, I think you might have to fight this guy for dominance. T-pose! Well, I'm trying, here's the thing, I was trying to avoid, <laughs> I was trying to avoid the fighting option, because I have disadvantage on my attack rolls now, because of my drinking. Big star T-pose to assert dominance. But you have advantage because you've been in big and so it cancels out if you want to just ah, s- strength check and well, the wrestle. In, in that ca- in that case, let's... Yeah, let's let's strength strength to wrestle. Yeah, what what is my actually? Yeah, uh, strength isn't too bad. I rolled a twenty. Uh, mm. <laughs> I can I can beat that. Can I beat that though? Uh, twenty, I match. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so these two tasks start tussling in the, in this valley. Let's try another stat here. Let's try uh, dexterity as the challenger Tarask. Uh, tries to slip out of your grasp, but you've locked 20 to 20, so... Okay. Uh, ooh, six. Um, I'm pretty sure my bonus is big enough to beat that. <laughs> uh, 12. <laughs> That'll do. 12 will do. All right, so s- explain how Scary Terry uses dexterity to win this this wrestling contest. <laughs> suplex, suplex, suplex! Um, well, I think what happens is Scary Terry does a suplex. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, one Tarask, sup, one giant Tarask, even bigger because he's been embiggened, suplexes the other one in the middle of this valley uh, to establish dominance. Yeah. <laughs> one of these scenes is a lot more fun than the other. <laughs> and then we cut back to the murder room. Yeah. Hey, I rolled a 21. I'm feeling good. All right. So, yeah, I think uh, team, what was it? Drunk Mysteries? <laughs> uh, mission Drunk Enigma. Thank you. <laughs> mission Drunk Enigma has successfully established dominance and uh, the leadership of uh, Scary Terry. Uh, because uh, Melbeck is currently outside of her mech, Big Star is going to lift up her mech's arm so he can high five that. Because if we tried to high five her right now, I think he'd crush her. <laughs> okay, uh, back in uh, and then he goes, oh yeah. Back in Jacqueline's office, um, Sasha, you with twenty one succeed in convincing her that you are um, genuine about realizing that you were a bad girlfriend. <laughs> she believes that you actually recognize that and aren't just saying that. Um, and she holds up one flail as if to strike, and then says. 
Does it even matter at this point? I can't go against Cassius now. The only reason I'm not one of them is because I'm going to be one of the people left after all of this to lead Soul. Look into my eyes. <laughs> I can take him down. We can take him down. We have the resources. This doesn't have to be your life now, Jacqueline. And I think if, you know, you'd like to come join me in fighting the dickwad, I mean, you're like the strongest person I know. And, you know, you're pretty cool when you're not being a slug mad at me person. Just come, like, let's kick his ass. He's a piece of shit. He killed Olivia. I can't. Why? Look at me. Um. It's not good. Yeah. Huh. Would I roll? Would lay on hands work? Is it like being poisoned? It's not poison. It's hegemony itself given flesh. Can you sever the the link to the hegemony? Yeah. Um. The what we saw before. I can't see it now, but every. Everybody thing, this guy that moves, has a chain linking linking them to their conduit. Yes, it's just it's just gibberish garbage. Your words are just gibberish garbage. Okay, it never okay, meant okay, anything okay, to me. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> just I don't know. Try flailing the air above your head. I guess that's nothing. Try it. No, it's yeah, it's it is nothing. He's yeah. The, the, only the snallygaster oh. would be able to to greatest stain do that, and that's. Or yeah, the Suchinoko. and and that's not even the the issue. It's I, it, I thought that's why we wanted the flail, as we thought I I thought the flail could do that too. No, it can attack forms. That's no the yeah yeah the the flail can help kill Hegemony, but it can't right. break uh. the chains. And I don't even know that that's the issue here. Is the other thing? I don't think it's necessarily related to the chain. I think she's just got a corruption that would probably be resolved if we eliminated the form. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, well, if you don't want to come with, it'd be really cool if you did, then I guess we're just gonna go kill Cassius, which, much like werewolves, should cure you. That's not how lycanthropy works either. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's really not. <laughs> 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 you kill the original werewolf, so the other ones are fine. No, it's, not in it's, this, not it's, in this it's world. A, it's a yeah. Well, I watch movies. Transmitted disease through blood. Werewolves are werewolves are real, Sasha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes Lauren forgets that. Oh God, I'm choking on water. Listen, I'm just trying to cheer, make jokes, okay? But uh, do you want like, is you, are you physically incapable of helping us? Or is it because you're like, oh no, I'm a slug forever now? Because I think we can get rid of the slugginess. Cassius won't let you. Cassius can suck my dick. We do have a fairly good track record of the impossible. Yeah, we already took one of his wings. We've killed some of the not quite as big Maxwells, and we got a pretty good army on our side. I think we have good odds. And I think with you there, we'd have better odds. You're like a whole tiny army by yourself. Uh, persuasion again? 
24! 24. You are the most aggravating fucking person in the entire universe. I have seen so many worlds, so many people, so many species, and never one that just had your particularly terrifying power just overwrite logic (laughs) and just just do this to me sorry i didn't mean to i mean i feel like it's better than turning you into a slug person so i wish i could have been a different person when we met um it's cool you know no now we have lots to talk about and couples therapy once we're done saving the universe i had too much experience with death and not enough with life i don't know how to be with anyone that's okay we can figure it out together i'm sorry oh no it's okay i'm pretty shitty um thanks for not murdering me I really appreciate that. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. Uh, she flicks her wrists in a in the way she normally does to summon the flails, but then they clatter to the floor instead of disappearing. Well, are you going to pick up your your flails? You said that you knew how to beat him. Okay, well, I'm going to kill him, and then I'm going to come back and say hi to you, because I'm going to save you. Hopefully that makes up for me being shitty before. Good luck. Uh, I'm going to salute her. Uh, She screams. Why she scream? Oh, goddammit. Cassius does not take her betrayal sitting down and the hegemony flesh overtakes her do you want me to take this one uh yeah yeah i can't you can hear the sounds that her the the bones in her arms make as they snap and blades begin pushing out of her elbow joints. Dreg's gonna grab her head and slam it up against the nearest wall so it makes a good paste. Uh, You try to kill Jacqueline as she is transformed painfully into a slasher and you you smush some of her slug skin but she cannot be killed because she is not alive to die anymore. We'd better go. Yeah, let's go. Um... I guess you can have those. I feel like you'd use them better than me. I mean, she's still she's still in the room. She's still going to try to kill you guys. The uh, the flails are on the floor. All right. Um All right. Well, Drake's going to grab those then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and God, that's going to be gross. All right. So you're going to put Sasha's girlfriend out of her misery? That is the plan. Uh, The flails consume Jacqueline's body uh, until there's nothing left. Uh, There's no more suffering for her. 
I can still fix this. I, I... Well, we'll find a, we'll find a way to fix this. I don't. Some things you can't fix. I don't think future me would let this happen. So there's got to be a way to fix it. There's got to be. Not this time. We have to go. Oh, okay. Drag your restored to full health. Okay. The fl the flails restore you on every hit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> as they as they are bound to your soul. Unless you don't want that. Uh why not? We're gonna deal with that for right now. <laughs> Comedy podcast! Well they'll be good for punching. Yeah. Okay, so I mean one of you can open the door, but you'll be immediately piled on by slashers. What do you do? Alright. Uh, Dreg's gonna flick the, um, things in and out of existence a couple of times, and then start swinging one, and gesture for her to open the door wide so he can charge in. I will do that. Alright, uh, so Sasha throws the door open, and as the slashers pour in, Dreg just starts erasing them from existence with the flails of hunger, which are, uh, plus three... So whatever your weapons were before are the Jesus. same damage roll, but now they're uh, plus three on top of everything else. I think they were plus ones before, right? Uh, yeah. So everything goes up by plus two, your hit and your damage. Jesus. Okay. And you're going to recover. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> so you're going to also, no matter what they do. So I think at some points, like slashers overwhelm you, Dreg. They start stabbing you. Like one puts a blade right through your chest and you just cut through it with the flail and then immediately the wound is shut. Uh, they can't kill you because you can heal as fast as they can stab. Um, and you just start cutting a swath through the embassy. Um, Sasha, you see Dreg ahead of you. Just a whirlwind of death. I'm just going to stay behind Dreg where it's safe. Ambassador Respect, are you here? I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I was so. Yeah. I was gonna be so fucking upset if you didn't try to find it before you left. I was. Yeah, gonna we should absolutely... try to rescue Ambassador Respect. Of course, I'm gonna rescue Ambassador Respect. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, <laughs> Ambassador Respect. Oh my goodness! Who's there? It's just monsters around me. We're here to save you. Your Honor. You see Ambassador Respect uh, wheel up to you, because that's how he moves. He just wheels around with his different <laughs> limbs. And how like, much trail mix does he have? None. <gasps> because his hands right now, all of his various hands used to shake the hands of every species are now filled with guns. <laughs> <laughs> every gun from every species. And he has a little headband tied around his head. <laughs> and, and, and black marks underneath his eyes. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> All right, so you save Ambassador Respect before you ditch the embassy. Yeah. Yep. Is my dad here? No. He's back in Smarta. So uh, Team Big Bird jumps into their max with uh, Ambassador Respect and goes back to Volhard, who has gathered the uh, solitary forces. Um, you you arrive at the you see in the distance uh, the the. Witchlight Marauder, the primary, the slug rolling across the landscape. At this point, it has taken out, like, most of this continent, right? Like, there's a gaping hole in the planet. Uh, it's it's becoming close to 
total planet loss at this point. Um, when innumerable ships, a battalion, a fleet of uh, illithid ships appear in the upper atmosphere as close as they can teleport in. Yes! My children! Oh my goodness! What are all those doing there? They're nice, here to help! Nice boxes, Drake! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't talked about the illithid ships besides the, the the smallest one, the nautiloids, but the, their bigger ships are called dreadnoughts. I'm putting one in the uh, roll 20 if anyone wants to describe it to the audience. Tentacle torpedo? It's like a floating rock with tentacles and, and tusks. Yeah, it does have tusks, huh? That's kind of weird. Yeah, the the front of the ship, it's it's almost like um an arrow. It's very like pointy in one direction, like, a, like almost like a sword. But at the front, it has a bunch of grasping tentacles, which presumably it, it uses to grab ships, which it pulls in because it needs the crew alive for Ceramorphosis purposes. But this ship, the Dreadnought, is filled with nautiloids, which are the ships that the team fought in the first arc. So this is the big guns, the the ships with, with the ships with ships. Is how you know the big guns are here. Um, and they start coming down in swarms um, outside of the primary where the solitaire forces and the dragons have gathered. Um, one of the dreadnoughts like lands in the middle of the street. Civilians are like freaking the fuck out because they haven't all been briefed, right? Like they don't know the plan. Yeah. They're like, oh God, the Elithids are here. Um, at which point uh, two mechs walk down the ramp, uh, followed by what can only be described as a platoon of Tarasks. <laughs> Holy cock-sucking fuck! Is that a terrasse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Chris. <laughs> oh, no, the air was open. I needed to do something. No, I I, I, I like that. It, it definitely says we're about to charge to, into our own deaths. Nothing says it like that. And avenge my girlfriend. Yeah, well, let's say, so Volhard rallies the solitaire forces, objectivists and subjectivists uh, rally the illithids. You actually don't know, like, the specifics of whatever they did, but it appears that they basically have full command of this. The, either they killed the Elder Brain and took over, or the Elder Brain recognized their power and let them have all of these forces. There's an entire army here. Uh, you have uh, all of the Tarasks that could fit in the Grand Canyon, and then there are the Bastards. Um, and it's all of you against one primary, although the primary releases a couple hundred thousand kaiju every second and the kaiju release a couple million slashers every second. So their forces are always growing. Um, the captain's gonna, gonna take, take a, take a moment to, to give a speech to everyone and he's simply going to say, I've lost count. Of how many times since I met all of you, we've been told something was impossible, and then managed it. Today, we stand to do the impossible once more. To save a world that many have assumed is already gone. We're not going to go quietly into the night... We are going to do the impossible and save more people than you could ever imagine. Believe in yourselves because we are going to do this. This motherfucker thinks he can come in our universe, kill our friends, kill our girlfriends, and also then kill all of us so he can be the slaves in the afterlife? I don't think so, buddy. Uh, so... Let's, let's, you know, let's, 
let's do a big murder. God, can you imagine how good it would be if Braveheart ended with Mel Gibson saying, let's do a big murder? Let's do a big murder! If he destroys everyone in in, in existence, who am I going to have left to smooch? (laughs) We're not just fighting for ourselves. We're not just fighting for Markov. We're fighting for our future. Oh, yeah. Why are we so dorky? Oh yeah, the Caravellas are here too. Pearl shows up. I think um, Irene is with them because why not? Fan service last last uh, arc of Game of Thrones. I mean, Davos had to be in the, the small Christ. council scene. I mean, he was going to be the future master of ship, Stop so it, it actually made a lot of sense. I won't allow it. Uh, so yeah, the Caravellas look to you, Drag. Do you want to add to this sh- this speech? They're like, fearless leader. What do you have to say to the troops? We kill them now. <laughs> I stare at the stars and the sky up above and think, what am I made of? Am I full of sorrow? Am I hurt and pain? Credit speed run. Speed run. May twenty nineteenth. Speed run. Tell me about the music. No, I. You don't listen. You never listen to me. Everyone's here. You disrespect me. I just, I just like yelling, talking about the music. But now we don't do that. It's in the words. No, it's in the description. Just like all the links to our social media and all our Patreons, like patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky, where you'll get on the list you're going to hear. Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap, where you can support Crisp. Patreon.com slash Of Horse, where you can support Conrad. And then kotaku.co.uk, where you can find Laura and all the good work she does. She's also on podcasts like uh, Queer and Pleasant Strangers and the Gymquisition. And then finally, you at Rargalicious, uh, PayPal's in the Twitter bio, yeah? Yeah. Good speed run. I'm so proud of you. I did it. And now we're on to executive producers for May 2019. Can I get it? Can I get it? Can I, can I, can I get it? Can I, can, I, can I get one? It's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> Is that your best one? Um, I was trying to sound like in sync, so probably. I, <laughs> I was just trying to. <laughs> you try it, bitch. I'm too white. I know they're all white. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Executive producers for May 2019. A Bozog blew my cover four. Now they drill to the planet's core. I wish all action movies had to rhyme. A huggable cactus. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Aaron Palavin. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Oh, no. Aftershock <laughs> conduit of Austin two next deep in his Epcot date. I don't know why the Epcot thing caught on at the listeners. I've told plenty of stories about getting caught having sex at Bush Gardens, at Disney. The Epcot one I didn't even get caught. It's not as good as a story, but whatever. Aki Savalinen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vipra. Amanda Sternad. An otter chewing on your couch because you left. That's fair. He miss you. He is what he deserves. 
Oh no, Andrew Birmingham. Andrew, Fet- mm-hmm. see, it's not fair because I, I've seen Andrew call us out on Twitter. Yeah, we get owned from every angle. <laughs> Andrew Fidget, Fidget, who knows? Condor is seeing footage, staying noited itself. I've seen footage, I stay noited. <laughs> you know the death grips? Don't pretend like you don't know death grips. I do know death grips. Andrew Grothen. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnable, keeper of the credit prison and sentinel of justice. Fear me. That's I a do. Secret, secret character from season three. Arja Limite. Arja and DeConing. <laughs> Ash, conduit of Lauren's weed titty. <laughs> now, what's a weed titty? I understand titty weed when you hide the weed in your titty. That's titty weed. But what's a weed titty? It's the same as when my... I store my vape in my cleavage. It keeps it upright, easy for smoking. But those could be weed titties, but just one? Never mind, I don't want to know. Austin Star Warski. Let's get I slapped. Uh, Austin Yorski, conduit of good boy itself. I try. Ava, conduit of burbs. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. Benedict Cumbersnatch, <laughs> conduit of puke thievery. Oh, I love it. That's a very extreme. Big movie. fan of space, both outer and personal. <laughs> big same over here. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. Blue six. I was going to say bonus, or it could be bonus. Bo- bones. 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 So you get, the, you get four different readings for free there, bonus. Bones. Bone, bo, bo, the bonus. Brady, conduit of failed murder. Keep failing. Brent. 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 Goatly. Brent. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> quite ma- match up. Callum, Rudy Tootie, Booty Switchy Boy, Turner. <laughs> I crushed that one. Oh, so good. Can Master Rink get a hell yeah? Yes. Love you, fools. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. If any audience doesn't need that advertisement, it's the one that just heard it. Uh, Carriage Wen with a hard C like in cake. Thanks. Charlie Chocolate, conduit of DMing Lauren, too many cat pics on Twitter. She does enjoy them. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Chris, is it too late for April fooling? Walling? Yes, actually it is now. Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the funk junk. Chunks. I always want the chunks. Or the chunks. Cody Jackson. Chunks. Coho Blast. Oh, no. She's going to get away from me again. Coram, conduit of Markov. Gloria's favorite son. Cormac, conduit of empty carbs. Counterfifth. Ciara Saldana, prophet of R and Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Oh. <laughs> you think we're laughing at the cumber which is very enjoyable but lauren just saw the next one no i was remembering the cumber debacle from last month oh no the debacle keeps on rolling lauren read the next one daddy yours can you take me to epcot <laughs> i wish chris was here to read that one you know what i mean oh because you guys are in love yeah dandy snuff wait hold on <laughs> that's a very victorian villain name it is i'm dandy snuff Conduit of pizza. One more time. Daria conduit of pizza. Yelling at me. Dawning Frost. Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. 
Terrifying. Dennis Bankston. Dennis Pancake Dellison. Devin, Conduit of Evolution. Donald Bunker. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Chow. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Asics. Dr. Squidcap, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Funk. So many PhDs. Yeah, another addition to the Doctor Core. Uh, Dragon in the Server Room. Dreg versus Pangolin. Uh-oh. Battle for the Ages. Dylan and Rilton the Dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning, also dishes. Dylan, conduit of skeleton booty. They don't got the booty, though. Ebron, have caught finger looking fun ride. Oh my god, guys. Because <laughs> you'll never, you're like, I'm not horny, I'm just a baby. I've ne- you don't have to be horny to give something, never mind. <laughs> Einar- I mean. Einar J. Pet alpacas. Hell yeah. Ecorn. Elderbrain. Conduit of gooey goo chew chewing. Dala bala hala walla walla koala. <laughs> you always get stuck with that one. Crushed it. Elder dog. Elderly goose. Conduit of conduit of conduit of conduit of impromptu rapping. Oh, I was supposed to. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was supposed to do the hand gestures while I'll do my Eminem impression. Next time. Eleanor Nonantesi's parroting. <laughs> Alyssa Niseska. Alisa? Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma, <gasps> moose is neither snack nor guinea pig. All right. Rat? The mystery continues. Also, jackalope's like the one cryptid we haven't used this season. Oh, yeah. Keep it in mind. Emma Morant. Indigo uh-huh. Vandani. Error. And then the Microsoft JScript compilation error. Please contact Bob. Does someone need help with their PC? Is this their... Never mind. Have you tried turning it on and turning it back off again? Erwin Le Lagadec. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Give it to me. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Goblin King Mike. Conduit of nasty guys. <laughs> Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, Conduit of Gabba 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 Half Thor Grunders, or uh, should do it in the voice. Half Thor Grunderson, first of his name, Bonifier and Brimstone Redeemer. Ran out of. <laughs> And then he got chloroforms. <laughs> Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Harry, conduit of ambiguous gender. Hedron Master. Him's penis broke for him's penis tore. Jerry F. Hi, Jerry. Fix the penis. <laughs> How do I make friend? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. I almost got Jorgen Indy Weinwick Ford's name right this time. No, I Damn. didn't. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Calling us out. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Gremmen. Ink drop. Conduit of ooze and dummy thick ass claps. That's the final boss of the next season. Oh, no. Isaac. Conduit of fish shark marketing. Eve Elysian. We'll have fun with the next one, bitch. It's an unpronounceable string of characters. Your turn. I hate you. <laughs> James Neely. Jamie 0.2 of fragmentary damage. That's a Kingdom Hearts joke. I see you, Jamie. Janiac. Conduit of ensnare me, tentacle daddy. I'm so glad I made you read that one. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Okay, you did two in Jared, a row. conduit of, well, actually, mansplaining. Jared. I don't care. I'll say, ensnare me, tentacle daddy. All day long. I'm getting paid for this. The rules. Jasper, conduit of fluffy weasels. <laughs> Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett. Joseph Tombrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. I like the Jim meme. Jim and Jack. 
I don't care about your commentary. That's what they love. They love my comments. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement. Just not Joan or Wrench Wench. Those aren't my name. <laughs> okay. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of those emotionally ruined by this season. He's too powerful now. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of recurring regret. Kiefer Low. I see you, Kate. Nope. See, now I talked over your commentary. Oh. Keith, conduit of Prozac. Bitch me too. Caladry as in Bellabry. So Caladry as in Bellabry Goodell. God damn it. As in good hell. So Caladry Goodell. Thanks. If you provide the phonetics, you have to do it. That's the rules. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kevin Dobbins. Kidney, conduit of obliviousness. Killer Cotton Shiz now. Kaniko fan. Kitty foe. Not thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, conduit of good, good belly rubs. God, that'd be a good one. Corito Prime. Christina, conduit of the lawful Bozog barista afterlife itself. <laughs> Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badzvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. The elections were fierce this year. <laughs> Lana Seawolf, lady of bones. Let me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Let's stop reading names and banter for a while. Punish me, Skitch. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, what are you doing here? Lauren Hitchcock's The Birds, all Bozog remake, even human roles, Kate's. Loki, Loki, reading Dr. Olivia Adler eulogy is Moose Fish. Is Moose Fish. I'm ignoring the very sad part to concentrate on what Moose is. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Luther, conduit, longtime listener, first time patron. Sorry for my. It- and they ran out of characters. I'm assuming insolvency? Insolence? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says insolence in real life. That's exclusively a villain thing. Your insolence. <laughs> M. Joe, or is it M. Joe? M. Joe, the cult of Gorfinax. Mighty the cat, planes walk to give Austin the Cassius plague. He would. Cats would do that. Matt Lakeets is grateful for Dice Funk and New Century. Two excellent podcasts. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Mauxie. <laughs> Conduit of Austin antagonizing Lauren in the credits. Yep. It's not just the credits. It's all life. All day. Maximum side boob three. The mystery of the third nipple. I may have woken Lauren up with 20 phone calls this morning. May or may not be just Ashley. Majin. Melbent. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tyke. Punduit of bad jokes. Michael Grauman. Michael Hall. Midlife Stasis. Mika from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aniskins. Conduit of failure itself. That was actually a uh, conduit someone was used for a player character on one season. If you're in the Discord, we've probably talked about that before. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nice person. No. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by the one underneath this. I know. Nina Person. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Do not. Painful. Uh, Paye Rajberg? Rajberg? I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry. The fork and knife really got me. Paul Mullen. Pixel Fool. Pocket Sundial. 
Preston Bowers. Brewer Holcomb. Puck. Conduit of large ambitions, but poor follow-through. Same bitch. Raccoon Empire does not recognize the notorious possum insurgency. Oh no, politics. Get politics out of these credits. Oh no, the woodland creatures are fighting. Rain Raven. Random. Conduit of Would You Like a Hug. Yes. Resumi Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker. Make 2020 the year of the Bozog. S. Kearney, the trash dragon. Oh, that's a good dragon variant. It's really easy to build up your horde. Uh, Salad Child. Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work Sasha-based fan fiction, alternate history. I appreciate that. Yeah, AU. Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. I don't know, is it pronounced slatty? Because that makes the, the harder daddy joke. I thought it was slatty because the two A's, but they're the toad guys from Planescape. Oh, okay, because I don't even know what that is. I explained it to you on the show. Everyone heard it. I'm bad. <laughs> Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware. Check out Embalmed Apple to support a new creator if you... And then it cuts off. And they ran out of... Yeah. Shocking Link. Yeeter of Nihilism. Hold on. I was adjusting my leg. Sir Octopus. Conduit of chivalrous symbol <laughs> of Socialism as party cohesion plus Soviet power. Victor Spakenstein. <laughs> it's still good. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Steph- Steph- Stefan Latour? Stefan Lund. Conduit of a dark and stormy trail mix. <laughs> Sydney Marsing. Cyaretha's height for Borderlands 3. Uh, parentheses, Austin's adding this. Sorry about the guy who made it. What oh, a no. wanger. Tara. Conduit of terrible puns. Lol. The big gay woobling sound. What? <laughs> I think that's just every word that comes out of your mouth. Oh, the big gay woobling yeah. sound. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The ghost of Canadian Prime Minister Lester B. Pearson. The Had Cells. The murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. The owl is feeling better now, thank God. Important update breaking news. The owl is feeling better now. The... Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. That's important all caps the there because apparently there's some uh, controversy over the legitimacy of the organization. The precursor, which sounds like an ominous movie. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. You get that one every time. <laughs> it's long. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Shiro Kuro, conduit of being back on one's own bullshit. Yeah. Trace Marzing. Transient passerby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? Shay, Austin touched me in the Epcot and called me Cumberness. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to form an orderly line inside the Epcot ball. I'm, we're going to try to get through this as fast as possible. Everybody's really into it. Vigor Arnston. Was it inside the ball? I don't remember. I think so, because it's like on a ride. It's kind of like a little roller coaster, right? There's a lot of people on that ride. <laughs> That's what skirts are for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lauren's like, I've had sex before. <laughs> they know. Vigar Arnston. Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. Should have done that one Victoria quiet. Valentine, I scream. Okay, Vinny. Oh, I'm still in quiet voice. Look what you've done, Victoria. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Busy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. Wolves in the bathroom. No. They get you. Zipposaurus. Yeah. Zach Crenshaw. 
Z2361 non-conduit of ambiguous number sequences. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar. <laughs> Conduit of retribution. That's an NPC. <laughs> Zun and you, thanks for playing. Aw. You're welcome. Brought to you by listeners like you. My favorite are monarch caterpillars. Because uh-huh. it looks like they have the little gold. And then when they when they make their chrysalis, it's like got like little gold, like shiny parts. It's wild. Anyways, monarchs are dope. That's the end of my PSA. Look at these little nerds. Anyway, <laughs> that's the credits. What do we do? We did music's in the description. We They're... already said to follow everyone except for sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.com. All the links are in the description. Pat Podbean, Google Play, YouTube, like us, comment. Just engage with the content. You know what I'm saying? Web 3.0. Yeah. En- engage with the content. That's what. Please. Yes. Give Austin money. He's so sad. I'm saving up for an Epcot trip, so everybody pitch in. <laughs> That's You know what happens at Epcot. You're not invited. <laughs> but they have great food. Nope, it's just Chris and Johnny and the listeners. <laughs>